You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho. And today I am going to talk about kicking and the Bears and the Chicago Bears and their kicking situation. If you're listening from around the country and you're like, oh, are we still going to go back over this again? Yes. Yes, we are still going to go back over this again. If you remember back in the playoffs, the Bears had an opportunity to, to win a game and advance in the playoffs. And all they needed was a 43-yard field goal from Cody Parkey. And they didn't get it. And the Eagles run out into the field, but there's still five seconds. So they've got to get back. He does it again. We'll be brought back to the spot of the kick. It will be filled Did this hit the, the upright the and the crossbar? Bottom line, it doesn't go through upright. It looks like it bounced off the crossbar as well. So now the Bears are in a situation where they're looking for a kicker. They don't have an incumbent. There isn't someone who actually has the job. But I think that it's really cool to hear Matt Nagy, the Bears head coach, talk about all of their kicking competition in great detail. And what the Bears are doing is they're trying to not run away with from it. They'll You'll hear him talking about the elephant in the room and the elephant in the room being the fact that they missed the kick, and it's, it kept them from advancing. But I wanted you to hear what the Bears head coach had to say about all of this this past weekend after rookie minicamp when they brought in a whole bunch of kickers, and they ended up cutting a few of them. So this is Matt Nagy at Bears camp discussing the kicking competition. Uh, no, this was our third good day. It was red zone today. Um, less reps, which was good on their legs. These guys put in a lot of good work uh, in the last um, – two and a half days, and so there, it starts to catch up with them a little bit. Mentally, uh, really good, really, really good on both sides, which was cool to see. And, uh, and then um, there at the end, too, you saw we had a little fun with the, with the kickers, which is a part of this. These guys, this is tough. Um, this, these are tough days for, for, the, for a, lot of, a lot of guys, but it's also a fun day for, for others. And so we talked at the start about opportunities. They had a lot of opportunities, a lot of reps. And now um, some may never put the pads on again, and some may just be starting that, that, uh, that dream that they didn't know was about to happen. So that's the fun part for us as coaches. We'll go back, take a look at the film, see who we like, um, who we think we can develop, uh, not let, let anybody slip through the cracks, hopefully, and, and, and uh, just keep doing our thing. Well, what you've done here is uh, talking about what happened last year and what you're doing here. It's not sensitive, it's not touchy, it's not the right. elephant in the room. Why do you think it's so important to say, this is what happened, we're talking about this, we're doing this? To, to use it as a, as a learning tool. Um, 
I think in life, not just football, but so many people are scared to talk about um, the quote unquote elephant in the room. They don't want to be honest or they, they feel like they feel uncomfortable by it. We're not going to do that. We're going to use it as a positive. Um, we're going to try to learn from it in, in different ways to do it. And I just got done telling the group out there, I said, you know, the kickers are the ones out here right now that are getting all the, uh, the heat and they're getting the ones that we're creating pressure for, which isn't necessarily fair. Uh, right now we can't put pads on. So through, as we keep going here and um, when we get to training camp, we're going to be able to put pads on these guys and put other players in, in those type of moments and, and try to sing, single guys out. Same with us as coaches. Try to create a pressure situation as a coach to where you have to make a, a quick decision on the run. And um, it's going to make us better. Uh, we have a lot of instances of, of other teams and individuals where that's the case. And so the kickers, unfortunately, uh, this weekend were put on, were, were put on uh, you know, in front of everybody. Matt, what's your reaction to Benarski winning the competition and then punctuating it with a backflip? I, I thought I saw that. I looked out of the corner of my eye and I said, did he just do that? And, and I guess he did. I would probably recommend to not do that. I, I, I think of uh, Martin Gramatica. Uh, he had a little celebration in an ACL. It's probably not the smartest thing to do. You mentioned guys who may have played their way into an opportunity. Is he one of them? I don't know. We'll see. We're going to make some decisions here. There's not going to be easy ones. The kicker uh, position is one where we're going to have to, we got to make sure that we are making the right decision. And so Ryan and I will go back. We'll talk to everybody um, as far as we, we have so many different tools to help us make this decision, whether it's, um, you know, the coaches with what they keep just with the video and their stats and but then other resources too that are helping us out so there there could be the, electro the electronics that you guys yeah that too the tracker what sort of how does that help you well it helps because what we're able to do is uh get a feel for the trajectory the the ball speed and then we can use that uh really what's most important patrick is to be able to uh compare that to other kickers you know, and so we can see, okay, with this guy or that guy, we have we have some of that information, which is nice. Do you have a timetable when you want to make some of these decisions? Um, as far as for anyone, any position? Yeah. No, not necessarily, not really. We're uh, if we feel like we know right away what the decision is, then we'll go with it. If if it's one that's tough, then we'll we'll uh, we'll probably hang on to a guy a little bit longer to give him more time in in OTAs to develop and see is it worth a shot or not. Are you looking forward to seeing how that your veterans? Mm -hmm. Enjoy or take in the, the, the kicking competition. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They'll, I, I'm sure they'll have lots of fun. Shoot, the rookies out here were having fun. You can, they were trying to heckle them. I don't know if you could hear them or not, but uh, I'm sure our vets will have a lot of fun with that, and we'll uh, we'll put some twists and turns to the different um, uh, competitions that we have. But our guys will have fun with it. Man, reasonably, how many kickers can you bring into OTAs, roster-wise? Uh, you know, anywhere from two, three, maybe four, who knows? Again, it depends on what we see, what we decide on. But uh, there, we just, if it's if it's four, then it's going to be close and it gives us more and we got to juggle out how we want to work that with reps. If it's two, then there's, uh, you know, there's more reps for both of those guys. And if it's three, so what, we're going to get back there and do that right now. Man, why, why, why did you pick Jones and Bednarski? And was that kind of a, a message to some of the other kickers? That no, it wasn't. It was uh, Tabes and those guys. Tabes really, he, he has a, a method to how he's doing this. So some of these were, were uh, predetermined. Okay. So he's just, uh, I walk out in the middle of, he comes out to me in the middle of the team and says, this is who we're going with. And I said, okay, let's go. At, at this point in process, you, you talked about you have to make the kick, but 
we heard you know Chris saying something about it's not just about making the kick, mm-hmm. it's about striking the ball well and, and having the right angles. So how do you balance the you know making the kick versus just hitting the ball well? Number one, the importance is is that you do need to make the kick because that's the production. That's what matters in the end to all of us, you guys, myself. That's what we're judged on. But then there's a process of how you get to that. I don't think it's fair necessarily numbers-wise to be able to critique these kickers um, by the first practice they're out here on day one if they miss one left or miss one right to say, oh, my gosh, now this guy shouldn't have a chance. Um, But over time, if that's consistent, then that answers our question. we got to move on. And so they know that. We put that – the tape's made it loud and clear to them. And um, so now can you do that? In the first through third quarter, can you hit it down the fairway? Now, now you need to be able to, you know, hit hit that uh, that par five, be able to get on in two, and and have the long leg that that fifty two yard game winner when it's, you know, craving pressure. Matt, how certain are you that this part of the process, the eight kicker thing, will produce your week one starting kicker? Um, <laughs> it's a, a great question. I feel strongly that it will happen, but again, I don't know. I don't know what. There's so many things that can go on between now and the start of the season that I wish I could tell you I knew this was going to happen, but I don't. I don't really, honestly, have an answer for you on that. Matt, why was it important uh, for you guys to cut up a video showing the kickers what happened last year? They weren't part of the team, but did you want them to kind of know where you guys are coming from? Well, it wasn't. It wasn't just the kickers. It was the whole team, okay. and it was something that I showed um, our, our our varsity guys when they were in here. I showed them too. So when they were here, um, they all saw it because. Uh, again, no elephant in the room. Let's talk. This is where we're at. This is what happened last year. This is gone now. How do we improve? Well, um, this is that would happen to be the last play of our season. So now, um, if you're a kicker and you're in the room, you're going to feel uncomfortable. If you're a player or a coach in the room, you're going to feel uncomfortable. So let's go test it out now. Matt, when you're a playoff team, can you afford to have a kicker who either has room for growth or needs room for growth, a young guy, or do you need a guy who can do it right away? In other words, is, is there a growth factor? With- no, there's certainly going to be a growth factor with anybody that doesn't have experience. But there's teams out there right now that have gone into the playoffs with kickers that have no experience, that have made good, you know, big kicks. Uh, you just don't know that until they have that opportunity. And it's not fair to these young kids or these rookie you know, players to not be able to give them a chance and say, well, you can't be our kicker because you never had a chance before. That's not fair to them. So, uh, but then with that comes criticism because you went with a young kicker, right? So that's, that's the balance. Now you can imagine, after six or seven minutes of answering questions about kickers, obviously it's something that, A coach doesn't want to do, but I will also say that the Bears kind of created this thing, and and again, to me, it's not a bad thing, created this thing of, look, we have a problem that we need to solve. How do we best go about solving the problem? And the best way for them to go about solving the problem is to bring in multiple kickers. This is what I was hoping they would do last year in October. It made all the sense in the world for them to bring in kickers to challenge Cody Parkey, to make him earn the job. And I'm glad that the Bears are are out here trying to make these kickers earn their jobs. It's the best way to to go about this. Now, here's the best part about this for you. They're not going to find their kicker right now. They're going to go through all of this stuff, and then there's going to be people that become available 
later on in in May and June or at the end of training camp that they're going to have interest in, and they should totally bring those kickers in here too to try and figure out if they're the right fit for the Bears kicking. But you heard what Matt Nagy said, that there's a lot that's going to go into it. It's the results, it's the ball striking that goes on, and whether or not they fit in. Now I can tell you this. I do a a TV show with Alex Brown, Lance Briggs, and Matt Forte, three guys who played a lot of years for the Chicago Bears. And they said that when the Bears were looking for a kicker, when Robbie Gold came along back in, was that 2005? That they put him through the ringer. That they were heckling him. Like Nagy was talking about with his guys. They were heckling him. They were throwing water bottles up in the air. They were throwing helmets up in the air to try and get him off his game. And he was the one kicker that was able to handle it. And now look at him. He's he's gone on to have, he's one of the best kickers in the history of the NFL. I'm not here to tell you that that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. But I think that, that the Bears are well within their rights to use this time when things don't matter, things don't count, to test and see who will advance in this job search that they're on. So yesterday on the radio show, I had Sierra Santos in, who covers Bears football for Fox 32. So she was in the press conference with Matt Nagy, and we had a discussion about how that all went and when he ended up getting annoyed. But you'll hear that like it's. I think we both come down on the side of it's a good thing that they're continuing to do this. Okay, so the first day, the kickers were two of eight. It was pretty abysmal because they did that one last kick at the very end, and everybody was watching. The whole entire squad stops practice. Everybody sits there. Eyes are all on you. So it's like a high-pressure situation, right, which is what the Bears wanted. Second day, the day I was there, six of eight. Okay, much better, right? Much better results. But then afterward in the press conference, of course, the first thing everyone wants to talk about is the kicking competition. And Nagy was not like, I don't want to say he was annoyed, but he was kind of like, you know what? You guys are just sitting there over there watching the kicking competition the whole time. You know, there's other practice going on. And yeah, it's true, but oh, what are we supposed to do? Everyone kind of feels comfortable about where the the rest of the roster is with sure. the Bears. Right, exactly. Like most people think that the Bears are going to be good this year. The one thing that people aren't sure about or sold on is kicking. Right. So it's clearly an issue. And when you bring in 100 kickers, I mean, it's yeah. a big story. Yeah, 108, I think it was actually. So, no, it, it was it, it was the story of minicamp. So how are you – you can't ignore it if you're a media member because that also is what everyone is interested in. I'm sure you were most interested in that as well. Yes. <laughs> I mean because, look, the, first of all, there's not much that you're ever going to find out about a football team when they aren't in pads. That's sure. number one. Sure. Number two, it's May. So <laughs> there, there's that aspect of it. And the fact that the Bears started cutting people who weren't making kicks – let you know that they, I am all for them exploring their kicking competition this way. No, let leave no stone unturned trying to find yourself a new kicker. Sure, they are messing around, 
And I, the one thing that was kind of ironic to me is that Nagy was kind of a little bit perturbed that everyone was so focused on that. But I thought that's what the Bears wanted as an organization is to put these guys in these high-pressure situations, have all eyes on them. Like, hey, man, if you don't make this, everybody's going to know about it. So I was kind of taken aback a little bit by that. So as I told Sierra, where I come down on this is leave no stone unturned. Is that even right? I think that's right. Keep talking about this stuff and keep bringing in kickers until you can pare it down to guys that you would be reasonably happy with going into the season. But there's still a long time to go before we get to September. And the crazy thing, the kicking competition could completely change by then. You could have a veteran that's cut or traded for. I know people want Robbie Gold, but there's a couple things that they, they should keep in mind with Robbie Gold. Number one, you'd have to trade for him. Not that you would end up trading anything that's too grand, but San Francisco doesn't want to trade him. The other thing is roster composition, and this is something that hasn't been talked about a lot. Robbie doesn't kick off. Like, he hasn't really kicked off over the last couple of years. So, if you're going to bring Robbie Gold in as your your kicker, you have to make sure that you also have someone else on the roster who can kick off. Now, maybe Robbie would be okay with it, and, and they'll say, hey, can you kick off? But in with the way that the rules are set up now in the NFL, you don't want short kickers. I don't mean height-wise. I mean guys that kick the ball off short. Or maybe you do. There's some people who believe you let them return it, and you'll get a better starting point. I don't know. Maybe that's what they want to do. But I know that that hasn't been his specialty over the last two years. His specialty has been making a whole bunch of kicks when you need it. But just keep the roster aspect of it in mind. That even if you bring in Robbie Gold, it doesn't solve all your problems, and it may create another one. Which would you rather have? An extra leg to do kickoffs or an extra linebacker for special teams? or an extra running back, or with all the receivers that the Bears have in the room, an extra receiver on game day that can do special team stuff. None of this stuff is going to be solved right now, but I'm here for it. I'm here for all of the stuff that the Bears want to do with their kicking competition. Bring it on. Hope you enjoyed today's Loho Daily. Sorry if you had to relive the whole Cody Parkey thing. Can you believe that he went on the Today Show? I can't either, and neither could his teammates or his coach, and that's why they cut him. Have a great day. Back at you tomorrow.